Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. Welcome to Answers for Today, our daily podcast, as we continue today in Proverbs chapter 13. We begin in verse number 8. We read, The ransom of a man's life is his riches, but the poor does not uh, uh, hear rebuke. He doesn't listen to rebuke. You know, first of all, he talks about the ransom of a man's life. What can a man do for his life? Well, Jesus spoke about this in, in Mark chapter 8 as he was talking to his, his disciples. It's that famous passage uh, dealing with the cost of discipleship. But, and I thought we would read it, look at it, and talk about the, uh, a man's life and what he could give. We read, first of all, when he had called his pe- the people to himself, Jesus being called the people to himself, with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whoever desires to come after me, and he gives them three things now, let him deny himself, take up his cross, that's the second thing, and the third one is to follow me. And then he tells us in verse 35, For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake the God, and the gospel's sake will f- save it. For what does it profit a man if he would gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? So here in Proverbs, we're talking about a, a man's ransom or what can a man's ransom for his life? What will it cost? What kind of riches could he give? Really, there's nothing that he can give for his soul. As Jesus said, he says you could, you know, basically pile up all the money in the world and, and try to give it uh, as an exchange for your soul. It just won't add up. Because as Peter t- tells us in First Peter chapter 1, that we're not redeemed with corruptible things as gold and silver or the things of man's hands, but we're redeemed by what? The precious blood of Jesus. That's the only thing that will set a man's free. That's the only thing that will redeem us. And so he says, you know, if you're thinking about coming after Jesus, if you want to be his disciples, you need to, you know, deny yourself. Or otherwise, give up your foolish agenda and the way do you think that you should be living your life. And, you know, take up your cross and follow Jesus. And then he says for you know, whosoever will seek to lose his life or whoever will seek to save his life will lose it. Otherwise, if you're just living for me, 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 and the only person that can really tell you that is probably yourself. If if you did a self-evaluation today of your life, you need to ask yourself, am I truly living for God? And as you go through the agenda, and I'm not talking about when you go to church on Sunday because, you know, which is a good thing. I hope that you come to church, and I hope you show up at Agape Chapel sometime. I would love to be able to see you and meet you. But it's really talking about the, you know, Monday through Saturday, our regular living. Are we putting God first? We talked about that yesterday on yesterday's program, how we need to seek ye first the kingdom of God and and put him first. But he says, but whosoever loses his life for my sake, 
And the gospel will save it. It says, if you're living for him, my goodness, your life's going to be great. And you will save it. And that's where, where the real excitement shall be. But Jesus then paints a great picture for us, doesn't he? For what it will profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? That's something I think we need to consider and think about when we put our our ambitions in front of God. When we start thinking, I need this, I got to have this, and, and I need, uh, you know, whatever. And we miss out on the blessings of God. We miss, miss out on the joy of serving Him. Is there anything in your life that's so important that you would want to miss out on relationship and fellowship with God. You know, in fact, the Bible tells us it's our sin that separates us from the Lord. That's not what God would desire for us. He wants us to walk with him and to live with him and enjoy fellowship. So in Proverbs, it tells us the ransom of a man's life is his riches. He says, but the poor does not hear rebuke. And then he goes on in verse number nine. It says, the light of the righteous rejoice, but the lamp of the wicked will be put out. And what is your light? He says, the light of the righteous will rejoice. Well, the light, again, of course, is the person of Jesus Christ and in our relationship with with him. Uh, and the great I am's in the Gospel of John, we, we read in, in John where Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Throughout the scriptures, we hear about the light of the scripture, I mean, the light of, of God. And the, the beautiful picture that we have is that, that we can walk in that light. In First John, it tells us if we walk in the light as he is in the light, and that's the key, is God's in the light. We have fellowship with one with another. And so he says, the light of the righteous rejoice. He says, we rejoice today because we are able to go to God's word and really God's word becomes that roadmap for life and the roadmap leading us to eternal life. And we have a lot to rejoice about, don't we? Because it, it brings us to a place where we, again, first of all, are able to be introduced to God and, and to come to a place and to receive him as our Lord and Savior. And then we get to reap the benefits of a family relationship as he gives us the, the peace of God, the understanding of God, and the strength of God. And we could go on and on and on of the things that we're able to rejoice because he is now the light of our life. He says, but the lamp of the wicked will be put out. You know, there's a lot of people that seem to be on top of their game that don't know God. He said, but eventually they're going to, the lamp's going to be put out because they're, they don't have the the hope of eternity like we have if we put our faith in Jesus Christ. But if you're listening to this and you don't have that hope, you can that can be changed right here today. All you have to do is confess to, to our Lord and Savior and pray and ask Jesus for the forgiveness of your sin and receive him. Ask him into your heart as your Lord and Savior. Just say, dear Jesus, please come into my heart. And the Bible tells us if we believe in our heart and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, he says, thou shalt be saved, and that light will be lit within you for eternity.
as we read further as we go along here. He says, but by pride comes, it comes nothing but strife, but with the well-advised is wisdom. You know, pride brings a lot of trouble to people's life. The, you know, the proud, proudful person can't see it, but, you know, he says it brings strife. Otherwise, their head gets so big and they can hardly fit through the room. And, you know, they seem like always want to squabble with people. They're, you know, trying to tell everybody how right they are and everybody else is wrong. And, and he says that what ends up happening is there's a lot of strife in the room. But what the well-advised is wisdom. And that advice comes, of course, from God's word. And the wisdom comes from God. And so the contrast between the prideful person and somebody that's humbly walking with the Lord. I pray that this day that you'll seek to walk in the, the light of Jesus Christ, the light of his word, and that we'll seek to be led by God's word. And so until tomorrow, may God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.